podcast. The podcast did it. This is the LearningReadyRun.com podcast for June 26th, 2010. Happy birthday, Paul. Uh, in, two in, days. in two days. Yeah. Well, actually, probably when this goes on, on Monday. Probably, yeah. Mm. Yay! We should jump right into it, because boy, do we have catching up to do. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. one week. We've done some vidges. If we have. Uh, uh, all right, starting with Learning Ready Run stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Fit to print, uh, which, I mean, this, this video was actually... Uh, it was written um, and starring uh, Wes Borg, who is Woo-hoo. an awesome, awesome guy. Uh, formerly of Three Head Drills and a Baggie, which you may know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, it, yeah, it was really like we read the script for it and it was like, that is very funny. And very much, I don't know whether it was intentional on his part, but it seemed like it very, very similar to our, it had a very, a very similar feel to mm-hmm. some of our videos. So I don't know whether he was tailoring it for that, but it was. Uh, I don't think so, because I think he mentioned at one point that he actually wrote this with a friend of quite a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like a few years ago. Oh, and then he just like cleaned it up for us? Or? I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I guess we have similar tastes then. Yeah. But uh, it uh, it turned out this is actually um, the location for this was actually the Monday Magazine, just the uh, a local one of the news- head editors of Monday Magazine. Yeah, the local newspaper. Actually, yeah, one of the I believe the, uh, the I, believe, I think he's the editor, the actual editor in chief of the Monday Magazine. So um, he's friends with Wes. And uh, yeah, and he's, he, he actually kind of knows us too. So it was yeah. uh, it was really really great, and to actually get like so that was actually a real newspaper editor's office, uh, which we had to actually import a bunch of. Uh, pap- to make it more messy. Yeah, unfortunately, that we cho- we found the one newspaper editor who has like a really nice office that's not at all messy. So we had to bring a bunch of papers and stuff in to make it look worse. <laughs> uh, but it. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty straightforward actually when we started when we actually started shooting it. Um, this was uh, shot on our, our newish camera, the T two I. The only thing I was a little un- it's a little unfortunate. Wes's shouting is so good, uh, but unfortunately we um, uh, the levels were a little bit too hot on it. So there's a little bit of peaking there, which is kind of unfortunate. But also uh, uh, the lens that fell on the ground during the shooting oh, yeah. of. Um, of is Stitch it? in Time finally met its end during this video. Yeah, uh, well, terrible least, casualty. Yes. And I believe... was severely injured. I don't know, Graham, if that lens is reparable, but... Yeah, it's, I think it is. I I need to take it to someone who's not... Someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> someone who's <laughs> not you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we actually had got all the shots we needed with it already. Though. Yeah, yeah, we had. We yeah. already shot all the close-ups, so... So we... Uh, but, yeah, it was... Uh, it was a, a lot of fun to uh, to work with Wes and to work with an actual uh, prof- professional actor. Mm-hmm. Who, <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been more and more exposed to them yeah. recently. Well, and it's it's you know doing that voice like we we I know I personally and I think all of us were like wow you know Wes you know sorry we have to keep getting you to do retakes I'm sure that voice is totally killing you but he was totally fine. Yeah. It's the the secret is Jägermeister. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and so also you a know, third of a bottle of it. Yeah, and also talent. Of Jägermeister over the course of that. Well, no, it's it's, it's <laughs> no, there's no, no talent involved. No, he, entirely. He was doing it before he started on the Jägermeister. The Jägermeister just. Kept it going. Did you not see that he, he was drinking the entire time? He had. A, oh, you know, but before, before we started shooting, he already had like he was. Yes. You know. Yes. But, but uh, yes, he, the Jägermeister was. Uh, that that was. Yeah. He actually offered me a bit, and I was like, oh yeah, that does help. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, as we as we talked about in the it's How to Talk Like a Pirate. Yeah. How to Talk Like a Pirate. Uh, yes. So you know, rum I think is what we talked about in that, but mm-hmm. it all it all is same same principle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. It would be dope if we get uh, West actually record a bit, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, if if, if we can record something, it'll go here. And if you had just heard nothing, then we, we probably didn't get anything rest, from West. Rest didn't record anything. Uh, so, um, anything else about that one? Um, I think we can probably go on to Ways to Wake Up, okay. which is the third in our X Ways to Y sleep-related trilogy. Sleep trilogy. I think, I think I, it's a triptych, really. Mm. I think trilogy is not an artsy enough word. Mm. You're not an artsy enough word. It's true, I'm not. Uh, yeah, so... So, this journey began about a year ago. Despite, Almost I guess, exactly despite ago, in fact. technically being the star of this, I didn't actually do anything. Mm. So. Yeah, for this one, <laughs> Paul basically got to lie in bed the whole time. I was like, we should shoot way more videos that just involve me lying in bed and looking comfortable. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it, um, we had a lot of fun, like a lot of specific fun ones. I enjoyed the, uh, the, the SWAT one team, the, yep. the most useless SWAT people ever. <laughs> Looked better than I was. I was afraid it might. Uh, I was yeah, afraid that, really that our pants, which totally didn't work, uh, would come across and break the illusion more. But I think that in the end, it uh, it worked. I, I think I, I think a SWAT team with an AK was was, an, was illusion breaking enough. <laughs> I, I enjoyed I enjoyed spraying Paul with your uh, Axe body oh, spray all over your pillows. Oh, my room. I had such a headache after that shoot. I had a headache for like the next two days because that was like, you know, it just didn't come out of the room. The scent would not go away. It, like, it wasn't actually that bad for me. Uh, it was mostly, the, the main problem I had was uh, I am mildly allergic to cats. Like, not, not severely or anything. And I don't, I don't get that stuffed up or anything. But if, you know, for just a random thing, if I happen to be lying in a bed for like two hours, that is a bed that cats habitually stay in. Then uh, I got kind of a rash on my neck, which kind of shows up. It shows up a little bit on the video. It looks like I just have horrible razor burn, mm. but that is actually allergies. Uh, the the terrible, terrible mouse trap. Oh yeah, <laughs> which, which uh, like was a very beefy mouse trap, mm. and uh, I don't know. There was we were testing it out. There was one time where I set it up and I just started poking it with stuff, and it didn't go and didn't go and didn't go and didn't go. I was like, oh okay, and then just popped it once and bang. <laughs> uh, on a pencil or something. That was a scary mouse trap. <laughs> it's. No, I, I actually like. I really like the. I like the feel of this one, um, as opposed to some other ways to why. Like instead of just sort of a bunch of random ideas, it sort of almost has a little bit of a story of all you know, basically me in bed and all my friends trying to wake me up, mm-hmm. or sort of Tim trying to wake me up for something and then going and getting other people to help. And so it sort of somehow it has a bit more of a. Uh, I guess I guess a plot than mm-hmm. some of the other X ways to why I had. Similar to ways to hide a body, I guess. And yeah, Sean, in some ways, except ways to hide a body, you don't even see me. You don't you don't see me die at the beginning. No, well, well you see, that, just sort you of like, see oh, that we crap. have seen yeah, them yeah. died. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is kind of similar to that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of good stuff. Talia has pointed out that since we started on uh, on the Escapist, and since the first video that we put up on the Escapist, um, the job, this is the first one that has had all seven of us in it. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Mm. Plus Bill. Yeah, I mean the crazy. the ensemble pieces often don't really like unless something like X Ways to Y, they don't really work because you just have way too many people going mm-hmm. doing stuff. But uh, that's interesting. I didn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just a lot of great stuff happened. Uh, the, like, Bill, Bill coming back for the, uh, 
for the daddy's got you. That's yeah, great. we were hoping that was going to be Bill and Morgan doing uh, doing the gay chicken like over top of my, my sleeping body. Uh, but unfortunately, Morgan turned out to be busy that day, so we yeah. couldn't, couldn't and, get it going. And uh, yeah, we brought in everyone brought in all their old band instruments. Yeah, from, yeah, uh, from high school. Um, Theoretically, everybody, every one of those instruments could be played by somebody uh, in that uh, in that true. in that there shot. Could, there could have been an actual band. Uh, they, I think, a lot of people were not playing the pro- the proper instrument that they actually learned what, on. What, and also, it's been like ten years. For what were we playing again? The uh, we were playing a clarinet. Right, we're playing Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was actually playing, and Matt, everybody else was just humming it with that. That was, that was your sax, right, Matt? Pardon me? Yeah, that was my sax. Okay. Someone on the forums was like, from Matt's finger positions, he clearly doesn't Does know how to play saxophone. And I'm like, that was his saxophone. He it's used to true. play it in band. It's true that Matt doesn't know how to play sax, but it's not because of his finger positions. <laughs> Yes, it was actually my my fingers were where they were supposed to be. I just wasn't really doing anything appropriate. Oh, yeah, no, them. I mean you didn't have to. I was like, I got a flute. I need to move my hands. Uh, and that was your flute, right, Paul? My flute, yeah. And who's James, clarinet? James's clarinet. Okay, I have one somewhere. I also yeah. have a flute and a trumpet. I can't believe we were able to round up that what? many instruments. Just... You you personally have a clarinet, a flute, and a trumpet? Well, no, between me and my sister, right? But oh, they're okay. all in my mother's basement right now. Uh, right. What did and, you, a, and a piano. What did you actually play in high school? I played clarinet mm-hmm. and baritone sax for one summer. Uh, all right. So, I mean, that's uh, it's x ways to wise basically just we came up with a bunch of ideas and shot it. Um, I did indeed hit my head going into the thing. It wasn't. I didn't actually hurt it that badly, though, so... Yeah. It probably looked worse than it was. Probably. Uh, and that was that. Moving on to ENN. Uh, ENN was an exciting week. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh God, so much ENN. Yeah. Uh, we. It's uh, all a blur. Yeah. Uh, the this whole this was a, an idea Jerry originally proposed. I think. Yeah. I well, I was sort of like, well, you know, E three. There's going to be a lot, a lot of news. <coughs> Sorry, I got a seed in my throat or something. Um, there's going to be a lot of news. So we're going to cover it in one episode, and then by next week, people are going to be like, ah, oh, shut up about E3, there's nothing, you know, mm. all that news has already been covered. And then we have and, to choose, like, three always, stories out of E3. There's right? always, like, a drought of news after E3 as well, just where, like, people just don't announce stuff and whatnot. So it uh, it seemed like a good idea to to actually do more ENN, and uh, and we did, and people seemed to like it. So that's awesome. Um, and it basically involved us getting together every single day. Yeah, and uh, come out with stories and shooting stuff, and it was fun actually. It was, yeah, I, it I was had, fun. I it was a great deal of fun doing like, it. Like it's an interesting thing because it wasn't like each episode was only like two or three stories. So yeah. like didn't, the episodes didn't take very long to shoot. They only took like an hour or two to shoot. Yeah, um, but there's that thing of just being having to do it every single night. Yeah, by by Monday uh, after we had done it, I was like. Thank God I don't need to go into the office today. Just, yeah. Like, I, I, just the fatigue of having to do that every single day um, mm-hmm. was just was just really getting to me. Yeah, like, it would be, like, I guess technically possible for us to make ENN a daily show, but, oh, God, it was, like, it was a lot of work. Well, I mean, to do that, it wasn't a lot of work. It's just that it was it was sort of emotionally just con- constant work. Yeah, constant work. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, like, I can, you, can you tell we don't have nine to five jobs? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. 
Graham yeah, was no, up late. I was just thinking. No, no, but it, it, there's there's doing it on a, on a creative on a creative basis is a little bit different than just doing it. And, and it was also like uh, the, the the process takes a little bit longer, right? I mean, we'd, we'd come in, we'd film it, and then uh, then we'd all go home, and and you know some of us would be up late doing doing graphics, and Graham would be up late editing, and uh, you know. It, to have that every day on top of anything else you have to be doing is... Uh... And it's... I mean, and the trick, of course, with ENN is that it wasn't like we had we had to do all this work that we had sort of planned out beforehand. Everything we had to... Everything has to be come up, come up with on the fly. Yeah. That's the hard part, right? Like, if it was, we have to do all these things, let's come in one day a week and shoot each one. Yeah. Uh, then it would be a lot easier. But it's having to... Uh, sort of improv, come up with these uh, various ideas on the fly. That well, uh, and, and you know, like we were, we were being really careful to make sure that we were totally up to date on the three stuff. So that meant watching every press conference, which you know is a fun thing to do. But after like two days of it, you're like, I am so glad I'm not a games journalist because can you imagine? <laughs> you know, like hopping, getting out of Nintendo's thing, hopping in a cab. For like ten minutes, getting to Sony's thing, and then sitting down for another three hours, and probably didn't have breakfast that morning, or all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's uh, it's an interesting time, anyway. And then uh, for last week, we or this week or whatever you want to call it, we did uh, the ENN or E3 recap. Yeah, which was it's sort of uh, the idea to bring back our panel from the uh, the year end recap. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, having them do something different rather than just choosing like the winner of E three or whatever. Well, it's yeah. It sort of started. I mean, people have have very rightly pointed out that the entire format is a uh, is a bonus round uh, attack of the show uh, parody, mm. right? And it's true. We basically use the same panelists that they do, and and have <laughs> and and. You know, use the same format, but uh, and that you know that's fine. I get some news from Attack of the Show, but uh, it's 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 always interesting because this one I feel was very much based on the characters that were in it, and I don't know that if you were not previously a watcher of ENN, if you would necessarily get it. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. Uh... It, this yeah, is very much self-referential. Like, it's very much like let's put Chad X and Ryan Quickbender, both of whom we have recently established uh, as being gigantic douchebags, um, <laughs> in the same room and see how they play off each other. And uh, and that's basically that's basically where this this idea came from. Yeah, I think the dynamic like works quite well with sort of you know Chad X and Ryan Quickbender as sort of the big douchebags, but from two different fields. Yes, two uh, different fields. And then, of and then Jeremy <laughs> and then Jeremy Petter kind of being like, "Hey, I'm here too. Come yeah. on." <laughs> I'm important. Yeah. Validate me. And then, yeah, and then the host just kind of deriding people or whatever. Anyway, so that was fun. Uh, and then Unskippable. Yeah. Got, uh, more E3, but first Hybrid Heaven. Yeah, so Hybrid Heaven uh, was, that was, I mean, in some ways it feels kind of bad to, like, you know, dig up these, like, old games and make fun of them for having bad graphics. But Hybrid Heaven, I feel it's 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 okay. You know, like, it's... There's a way to do poor graphics and the way not to do poor, like, in Hybrid Heaven, having naked people like that, probably the way not to do it. It was uh, very, from everything, like, everything I've read of the, uh, like, in the comments, people, because it's always very interesting, because people always post in the comments, like, yeah. uh, you know, what the, what saying, oh, yeah, I totally played that game. This is what it's actually like. And it's like, oh, that did not come across at all from the cutscene. Mm. As in, like, you know, the guy you were following at the beginning turns out not to be the guy you're actually playing at all. Yeah, well, the, the guy who shot him is actually the guy who's been altered and 
Yeah, there's like three different levels of people being altered. This to, was, it's important to mention, a suggestion from the forums. Yeah, from the Lonely Ready Run forums. Yeah, which was cool. Uh, that, yeah, Hybrid Heaven was a late, late generation N64 game. Mm-hmm. And it was made after Metal Gear Solid. I believe it was made after Metal Gear Solid when the sort of cinematic shtick had become mm-hmm. a really big thing for games. But the N64 really could not pull it off. It was at a time when people, and at the time, Nintendo fanboys were championing it as like this really cinematic sort of pseudo horror experience, including uh, our dear friend Matt Wiggins. Yeah, uh, I, was, I think I may actually own a copy of it. Now yeah, I think. Well, it. I remember you telling me that you would you would play through it at least. So I, you, I played into it quite a ways. Did you enjoy it? Was it uh, I quite liked it. Um, like the the uh, the reviews I've read, there are like the things people have said is actually the general consensus seems to be. Really weird and confusing, but actually kind of fun. Like yeah, apparently they, the combat system is quite cool. You could like beef up individual limbs. So you, as I recall, so you, you have like get one like giant, one really arm. strong arm, and when you, you punch somebody with it, it you know, would do I like think, extra I think damage. Alan played through that game. Alan from the forums. I, I distinctly remember him playing that at like Bill's house. But um, also, uh, uh, yeah. E3, more E3 uh, from you guys. Yeah, yeah. So this was actually a little bit of a last minute thing. We were, we were sort of. We had Hybrid Heaven uh, dialed up for the next the next week. Yeah, which is, by the way, that's the first one we've actually downloaded off of YouTube because the quality didn't matter. Yeah, I, we, we got the highest quality one we could, but it's still 480p, which is the best you're going to get off of a 64. Uh, and, which I believe it's I, substantially... I, that sounds like it was done with an emulator. Yeah, I think it's actually off yeah, the yeah, 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 it's output uh, interlaced. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. believe this was actually from an emulator. But yeah, it was just turned out to be just as good. We're not going to be able to get a copy of it. Also, also, now, I, now I noticed that there were no colors smeared halfway across the screen. There was so. also that, yes. Yeah. As I said, I think I owned it. I don't know that I owned it. But uh, uh, So, I yeah, so we did, uh, we just got a bunch of E3 trailers together. Now, uh, those E3 trailers, like, we didn't, chose, we didn't choose, like, you know, the most popular games or anything. We chose the games that happened to work quite well for Unskippable. Because a lot of games, like, games that just show, like, a bunch of uh, randomly intercut gameplay footage... You can't really do unskippable because in the unskippable is like oh oh I didn't oh oh that's cool oh yeah. which is obviously doesn't really work that well so I was uh, I was actually pretty like this is uh, this is I guess E three twenty ten because we did the trailer thing for the last one which important to note that none of the games we talked about in the E three trailer last year has actually have actually come out oh, really? and the only one that were even that was even mentioned at E three this year. Was uh, Final Fantasy fourteen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other two games are nowhere. Uh, which was like um, Edge of Twilight and, and Huxley. Huxley. Yeah. Uh, side note: Did you hear that the Edge guy actually did sue EA over Mirror's Edge? Which is ridiculous. I yeah. know. Uh, well, but then EA was like, <laughs> and <laughs> well, like EA, EA, I think EA is like applied to have him have the have his trademark uh, trademark strip. Well, because this is the guy that was trying to bait them into suing him by setting up a website called Mirrors, a game by Edge. Yeah, and it's like, dude, but you, you can't. Fuck off! I, but I, I kind of like that. Like he's he's actually finally sued somebody who can actually fight back. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, uh, side note. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, Warriors: colon, Legends of Troy, which which looks super generic. It's yeah. just the next like Throw. Warriors game, is it yeah. not? Like Warriors Orochi and no, no. I don't believe that's... Well, it's... I mean, again, it's always hard to tell from these cutscenes. I don't know. It's cut a bunch of guys fighting in, uh, outside Troy. 
Okay. Yeah. The only gameplay that you saw is like a guy jumping through the air in slow motion a lot. Mm. And hacking bunches of guys. It yeah. looks like I kind of assumed it was like a God of War, yeah. but not good. So it's not like te- Tecmo Koei? No. no okay. I don't believe so. Um, then uh, Tron, which the joke we make in the thing is, okay guys, this time we're going to make a Tron video game, and you're actually going to release the movie that's supposed to be associated with the fucking Tron video game. <laughs> uh, Unlike which, Tron 2.0. Yeah. The Tron video game actually looks legitimately pretty neat. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Because, I mean, like Tron 2.0 proved, it's it's like Tron 2.0 was actually a really solid game. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Sure. And it looks, yeah, I mean, it's Tron is all most, or mostly computer graphics anyway, so yeah. why not make a video game out of it? And then just film the video game and call it a movie. <laughs> it's like, uh, I hope they didn't do that. <laughs> What was the third one? Uh, the third one was... Mind Jack. Oh, yeah. Mind Jack. Now, that was just... Like, yeah, that, that game seemed like a real, like, throwback. Just, the, especially the announcer, it was just like, See, an amazing world where they're doing this. Like it's, People are hacking other people's minds. Uh, like, the concept seems to be... It actually seems kind of, like, similar to uh, the new Driver game. It's like you can take over random people's... Which seems like kind of a neat idea, but... It just the cheesy presentation we just couldn't let. It's the fact that it's, it's the fact that they mentioned mind hacking so much, and then the game is called, and you can even hear the the announcer sort of trip over it as mind jack. It's just tough to say. Mm. People don't think these things through. Nope. The rule The rule <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so there you go. All right. Yay. Ask Lar. Do we have time for Askler? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Matt, you gotta. You Somebody gotta read him out. Oh damn. And they're already... They're already up? Yeah. Okay. Are we starting with uh, the top one there? Yeah. All right, so Genghis Arrows asks, uh, is there an old game that doesn't have any sequels that you would like to see remade, but only graphically, meaning they keep the same story, gameplay, characters, interface, and design, just now with new next-gen graphics and art? Goldeneye. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, if no one else... Yeah, did. exactly. <laughs> uh, I would want updated controls with Goldeneye as well. Um, it's not Goldeneye anymore, though. I like, you, no, so, speaking of Goldeneye with updated controls... I'd be okay with the option for updated controls? Uh, no, Matt, it's not the same at all. No, no, no. They they are doing a dual analog control scheme no, for no, no, the no, 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 no. The game is, not the is same completely different. No, I, want, I know that. I want, I what, I want original what he just Goldeneye. described yeah. of Goldeneye. I want Goldeneye with updated graphics, not the fuck that they're doing. Which everyone... I can't believe people didn't think that the, that is what they would do. Well, it's just... But now, like, the fact that they... Now, now there's going to be, like... A game that may have been okay by itself is now going to have a big backlash against it because mm-hmm. everyone's going to be pissed off that it's not actually Goldeneye. Yeah. If you called it like a, you know, long-awaited Goldeneye sequel or something, then it would be fun. Goldeneye fine. spin-off. Spin-off, sure. I, what's a good game? You know, like, some, some old sprite-based games, well, not even old sprite-based games necessarily, mm-hmm. Castlevania Symphony of the Night with high-def artwork, like high-res-up like artwork. That'd be amazing. I, be really good. I, I don't think they know how to actually draw things anymore. I think they just know I'm how to copy waiting. it from other fun, other uh, Castlevania Yeah, that, well, that's true. I'm still waiting on uh, Black Mesa Source, which is uh, the, the mm, Half-Life. Yeah, that looks I really, really, cool. really hope What's, that isn't vaporware, because that? that would break my heart. Mm. They took uh, Half-Life 1 and, like, a, an independent, like, modding team, and they've been, like... Like lovingly rebuilding the entire game in the Source engine because they, they did. There is Half Life One. Yeah, it's crap. 
Oh. It's, it was just like a, basically a port. This they're building, rebuilding it from the ground up. And the gameplay like videos that they've released look amazing. Hmm. But I just hope it, it's. Like it, I guess I, mean, I it's, really it hope is, it's not vaporware. Did, well, unfortunately, it is sort of like a uh, a promotional hire me video or hire me demo for Valve, right? It's like bring us buy buy our company, buy our modding team, uh, and hire us like you have with other teams. And Valve has recently been like, yeah, we're not really looking to acquire more teams right now, so it makes it's, use as that a little bit less. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a certain point like. I'm, uh, you know, there, there's a certain point, I think, where some of these old games should be just let to let. They are good in the style they are, but when yeah. you when you remake them, uh, you know, with trying to update the graphics, it just uh, doesn't capture the same feel. That's that's why I don't think Goldeneye remade would really do well, anything for me. So, like, I, I really like, it, but I, I mean, want, I just want higher graphics. But it, there's so many other better shooters at this point. But it's just, yeah. like, if with I the control shooter, stuff, I don't... It, yeah, but if they just did what they did with Perfect Dark, yeah, I, with Goldeneye, like, the issue, that'd be cool. I still, the issue be, with Goldeneye, five bucks, the issue with Goldeneye now is that you can't go back and play it very easily. Like, we tried to at the Video Game Poetry Slam that we went to a little yeah. while ago, and none of us could play it. I mean, we probably, we sat down with it, with it for oh, a couple of hours, we could. I, but I played it recently, it, it's doable. But it's, I mean, like, it's but as compared easy. to playing the Perfect Dark remake, which is astonishing, especially when you play it with classic weapons and the classic GoldenEye levels, and it is GoldenEye multiplayer, um, it's great. Just res it up so that it doesn't look like shit on TVs. And, uh, and then... Put new controls in it, and it's fantastic. But do you think, like, I like I know, like I remember, uh, you know, a couple of years ago or more than that now. But when they brought out the uh, the marathon, um, like they they yeah, uh, LF, LF one or is it yeah. whatever it was they, well, they, the, were they two on Xbox Live Arcade or mm-hmm. well no just LF one where they where they remade yeah. marathon the original marathon with like the nicer engine and stuff and actually made it really three D and all that kind of stuff. But it was so hard to play because the physics were all weird and different from what. Everyone like you move slower. Well, what that what that was though is they they were um, Bungie open sourced Marathon and Marathon or outsourced Marathon but, Marathon two and Aleph one the open source project was based on Marathon two and so that was just basically a level pack based on but, Marathon one levels. But the but the the thing is just the this whole the whole thing like the because our experience in these things has moved on. Yeah. Like if you go back to. Uh, Goldeneye, the way it plays is really weird, and like a bunch of the stuff, you know, doesn't it just feels really weird. But at the same time, like you go to Bionic Commando Rearm, for example, and you, you play that game with the modern 3D graphics, and you go, "Hey, this is really cool! I can't believe they pulled off gameplay like this on the NES because mm. it's it's really kind of cool and and creative." And but they, they changed a bunch of stuff for it, didn't they? They did, but ultimately, the way that the game controls is is essentially the same. Mm. So and that's that's what really like kills in Bionic Commando is just the precision of control that you have once you kind of get into it. But it's just the, this whole idea of like remaking a game identical to the way it was before, but just with updated graphics. I don't know if there's and uh, uh, Baldur's Gate. That's my call. Yeah, oh, some, some of those some of those I'd be very interested because I never actually got really got to play those, and I feel those top down RPGs. I yeah, like, and, and I think again the the issue with those you boot them up on a modern computer and they're in a postage stamp sized window. Yeah, um, yeah, like and, the, and that's one that could actually, you know, I think it could actually be updated without without hurting the 
sort of feel of the game. But like uh, also like Street Fighter 2 HD on the on Xbox Live is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just redone art. Did they redo they, all the sprites? They've for it? tweaked it a little bit, but it's still the same gameplay that it originally was. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we actually answered the question there. But any, I guess, I guess, Golden Eye, Golden Eye is the uh, answer. Yes, we want it properly though. Next question. Next question. Did any of you ever play Future Cop? LAPD. No. 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 Nope. All right. Uh, another one from Genghis Aries. Uh, what's better, being outside on a cold, freezing day for a few hours, then coming in and getting warmed up by the fire and drinking a hot beverage, or being outside working for hours on a hot, sweltering day and then coming into a nice, cool, air-conditioned house and drinking a cool, refreshing beverage? The first one. I think warming up. The yeah. first one. First really? one, yeah. very much. I, I, because I don't have to have a shower after yeah. being cold. I, I always prefer being cold to being hot, and uh, warming up is uh, typically easier to do than... Yeah. Cooling off. And also, you're doing work outside all day rather than just being outside on a cold day, which I think <laughs> right. yeah, could be like getting possessed by the thing or replaced by the thing while you're yeah. out there. I'm going with what the question says. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Sklon <laughs> asks If a major TV company approached you, example, BBC, NBC, whatever, and asked you to make a series for their network but only let you do either a sketch show series or a series like Commodore Hustle, which would you do? Commodore Hustle. Um, I think probably yeah. are good, but I think Commodore Hustle, or yeah, sort of longer form would really benefit from the TV format. Yeah, and it's. I mean, comedy is so hit or miss on television nowadays. It's true. It's sketch. I believe it's actually miss on television. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, the the last Unless, successful well, they sketch comedy. The BBC and the BBC has had recent successful yeah. sketch well, comedy shows. Yeah, it's I, just, England is okay with that, but uh, here, it's yeah, I, I would think something something a little bit more plot oriented would mm-hmm. probably be. Successful. I can imagine, you know, some sort of thing where it's like plot oriented, but various like r- random silly things yeah. happen well, I mean, to sort of break it up. Thirty mm-hmm. Rock has really helped with the genesis of that sort of show because since Thirty Rock, um, you know, uh, what's what's the uh, community? Uh, community is more uh, like spin the spin off from the office. Yeah. yeah. So it's Parks and Recreation, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So there's that. There's that option. But, yeah, which is but, sort of the know, improv style. The but. sort of um, the. Uh, um, the style of sitcom that's not like not with one camera yeah with four cameras. yeah exactly like, yeah a one camera sitcom that's not a family in a house yeah <laughs> a one it's a one camera sitcom as opposed to the, yeah the the four camera one I, is tough I don't know I think I, I think it would be fun to do like in some of the the greatest sitcoms ever were four camera ones yeah. Um, it was three. Maybe it's three. I think three cameras. Three yeah. cameras. What's the so the three camera sitcom? Three cameras like on a set. That's like, like yeah, the Friends, Fraser, friends, uh, friends, Cheers, everything. All, all, all in the family. As a, like all the editing is done live on set. Right. As opposed to like Malcolm in the Middle or Dirty Rock or whatever. Gotcha. You can tell that there's a wall of the building that ought to be there, but for some reason isn't because it's where the camera goes. Yeah. yeah. And there's only like three sets that they just always hang out always in. Always hang out in. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, Genghis Ares asks, what canceled TV show would you want to see brought back for a feature-length movie released theatrical, uh, theatrically on a minim- minimum $100 million budget? And I'm going to veto uh, Firefly because it's already, it's already, it's already been done. Yeah. Uh, Clerks the Animated Series. 
A <laughs> hundred million animated clerks. Done. That would be so awesome. Kevin it's Smith like, would, have to, would have to take up coke. All right, <laughs> like Kevin, Kevin Smith. I don't. I don't think there is yeah. a better yeah. answer. Arrested that. Development. Arrested Jared, Development. Jared, Jared, oh, Jared, Arrested Development is so cliche an answer. Everybody says Arrested because Development because it's fucking amazing Good. show. It was such an amazing. I heard that they're. I would be. Well, they want to, but it's just getting hung up. I would be interested in Deadwood. Mm. Deadwood would be very cool because mm. that was an amazing TV show uh, that got canceled before. Like it was supposed. The thing that pissed me off about it is it was supposed to end. Like it was like this is going to be five seasons long. We know the exact story arc ever. Oh, let's actually only do like four and a half seasons because it ran out of money. I have another one actually, and so it just ends really badly. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see twenty four end differently than it did. Uh, don't spoil it because I haven't seen the end yet. Okay. Like like an end of twenty four. But then that would only be like, if it's a TV show, if it's a movie, it would only have to be like an hour and a half They've already done real time. They've already done a two-hour. Yeah, they did a 24 movie. Oh, really? It was two hours of time. And they did it, and it it went pretty well. It was not bad. Um, All right, Uh, Master Gunner wants to know, what is the Canadian version of the Canadian girlfriend? The American girlfriend, obviously. Alaskan. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep moving north. Moving north. <laughs> the Alaskans have Russian Alaska girlfriends. Alaska go over the pole and it's Icelandic. No, it's just like, oh man, I, I've got this girlfriend at the Arctic well, Research Well, it's usually station. American, though, because the, it's feasible that you could visit them. Uh, it's believable. Uh, lying in bed, Mon- uh, the, the girlfriend, like when you don't have it, it's like, oh no, I totally, oh yeah, I totally have a girlfriend. We see each other all the time, but she's in Canada, so I can't show her to you. It's yeah, for people Probably who are a different pre- province. It's like, yeah, she lives in Calgary. Yeah, that's been done. Yeah. Uh, lying in bed, Mon wants to know British Empire or American Wasteland? <laughs> what? What was that? Is it Matt, the, uh, read the question again? Uh, lying in bed, Mon wants to know British Empire. Or American Wasteland. British Empire? British Wasteland. Is it Tony Hawk's American Wasteland? Tony Hawk's British Empire? Is that what you're asking? (laughs) I don't understand the question. That sounds pretty awesome. Please move to the next. I uh, just did a Wally. (laughs) What? A Wally is like a British Ollie. One more? What? What, Matthew? Okay. okay. One more plus this one. How many flapjacks does it take to shingle a hen house? What? Uh, <laughs> don't ask me. The obvious question is how, how, how big a hen house? How big a flapjack? Yeah, are they dollar flapjacks? Or are they I'm going like, to say 200. And, and how often is, are you willing to redo this? How big is this hen house? <laughs> and how many rats are there? It sounds like a delicious hen house. Hen house. And then, then you cover it with syrup. And not only do you get, pardon me, not only do you get syrupy flapjacks, you also get glazed chicken. Oh. You have to like light it on fire. Though. Maple chicken. That'd be pretty awesome. Okay, so last question of the day. Cover, cover it with batter. Yeah. Cover it with just pancake batter. And then just take and a then, And then light it. it on fire. Then you have chicken and then pancakes <laughs> should be done because they'd be farther away from the fire, right? Very nice. <laughs> All right, so Zivlock asks a couple of questions here. What video game were you most disappointed by? Mm. Disappointed by Die Katana. <laughs> like ever? Yeah. Hmm. In my Games case, the... Grandia Extreme would be the answer because having yeah. played Grandia Two, I was like, "Oh man, a new Grandia game! This is gonna be awesome." Games they've been like excited about, and then uh, yeah. hmm. then uh, it came out and uh, was a like 
terrible dungeon crawler with Mark Hamill voicing the main character, but not doing a vo- just doing like his whiny Luke Skywalker voice. I, I think GTA Four for me. Yeah, mm, I, I that had was yeah. That Two Human would be good. Uh, I really yeah. did because uh, I mean, once upon a time I was a big fan of Eternal Darkness and. Not yeah, really. yeah. I, I would put GTA 4 in there, too. Yeah, because yeah. for GTA 4, like, I play a lot of games that I'm like, eh, I don't know, or I'm kind of playing this, but I hear it's not that great. GTA 4, I was super excited about. Like, it looked amazing. like, and San Andreas I, was amazing. Yeah, and I, I loved San Andreas and the other two uh, GTA 3 uh, titles for um, uh, PS2, mm-hmm. and then it came out, and it just wasn't fun. Yeah. Um, it was just so, so it, Especially, like, it had so much hype around it, and everyone gave it tens and all that, and it then it... It it's like you you've, you've made a somewhat like the real, it's like you made a somewhat more realistic GTA game but it's not actually but you, not, you know that's not fun. To be proud of. You took all the fun out. Yeah. Uh, also yeah. Castlevania 64. Mm. Oh god, yes. <laughs> you were excited about that? I really was. And it was right on the heels of Symphony of the Night and it was, uh, you know, like Symphony mm. was had been really good and I was really getting in I was really into Super Castlevania 4 and all that and then suddenly no. <laughs> All right. It's a formative time in young Jeremy Petter's life. <laughs> it's it's around the time we were realizing that not everything can be 3D. Yeah. How can you be disappointed with a game that brought us the Reinhardt skip? That's true. <laughs> and Magical Nitro. Yeah. All right. Conversely, what game most surprised you by its excellence? Um, I was Darksiders. Darkside Chronicles. Darksiders, I was actually like... You know, I was like, yeah, this is like kind of a crappy uh, God of War type game. And I really got into it. Like, I was like, man, this is actually pretty solid. Hmm. Yeah. Um, in recent history for me, War for Cybertron, because I went into that expecting it to be another Transformers game. And while it is another Transformers game, it also happens to be the best Transformers game they've ever made by an order of magnitude. It doesn't have a lot of competition, does it? Yeah. Oh, there's several Transformers games out there, and they are universally trash. That's what I mean. Yeah, so... Yeah, so even an order of magnitude doesn't really mean that it's, much. It's very, very well made. Okay, uh, but like seriously, like if most Transformers games are like on the level of, of a nugget of poo stuck to your butt. So I bought this one expecting a nugget of poo stuck to my butt, and, and I got a smaller. A ga- no, I got a game like maybe a one step down from Arkham Asylum in terms of how good it is. Okay, so it's not just like it feels like there's poo on my butt. But no, it is. Reason. It is like the perfect use of that license. The only issues with it are that there are a couple of polished, but like bug, yeah, like what, bugs in there. The so, yeah. It um, is. I was very surprised by both how enjoyable and how well made it is uh, for what it is. Mass Effect 1, I was never expecting to like as mm. much as I did when I picked it up for $20. Um, and that was actually quite good. That's, that Mass Effect 1 is another sort of formative. That kind of started you on the whole yeah. uh, Western RPG. Slippery slope Bioware yeah. experience. <laughs> well, I, I, had, I had played Neverwinter Nights before that. Um, but uh, the... Yeah, I don't know. I, and Oblivion, I guess, initially as well. Another Western RPG where I was like, I don't really like Western RPGs. Excuse me while I play this game for 120 hours. Uh, all right. Then, all right. And then the then, final question in this collection of questions is, do you prefer prefer caramel or butterscotch as an ice cream topping? Caramel. Agreed. Caramel. Yeah. I think caramel, yeah. Uh, scotch. Neither is, among <laughs> my, neither, among is my first, neither is among my first choices. But of the two. Of Caram- the two caramel, caramel is pretty good. And I mean, butterscotch is... Butterscotch is pretty good, too. Yeah. So is there a place for caramel and butterscotch? Yeah. I don't really know what the difference is. In terms of ice cream toppings. But every time and every place is right for scotch. Agreed. Alrighty. Just scotch with like a big, big chunk of butter in it. Hey, Sid. 
Alright, I want you to kill the podcast. No, not the story about the podcast. Kill the podcast! Alright, you feel better? Yeah. Good. Now stop recording.